Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. Make me love pro wrestling, and you're one of them. You know all the bad shit you heard about us, it's all true. But another thing that's true is we love professional wrestling, and that's why we're here. I'm not sports entertainment anymore. Talk to him, kid. This is our new beginning, and it starts tonight. A new day is dawning for DX. So who you're talking to? Welcome everybody to X-Pac 12360. I'm your host, Sean X-Pac Waltman. Anyways, as always, <laughs> as always, got Jimbo and Denise on, on the couch. Hey Hello. <laughs> hey, and um, we missed you last week, Bill. Bill Hanstag from nice uprocks.com with Spandex. Yeah. Birthday last week. Birthday. It was your birthday last week, too. And which day was yours? Uh, Wednesday. So I was Oh, here. yours was the 12th. <laughs> yeah. Who's else is on the 12th? It's Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. And yeah. Sami Zayn. And Sami and, and on the 14th is like is Jesse Ventura. Oh, really? Yeah, and somebody else, too. I don't. I, I ain't got time to have a birthday. I, okay. <laughs> not, not bad. It wasn't bad, Bill. Okay. <laughs> and then we got TK Trinidad hey, next to Her Bill. season is still continuing. My the season birthday is still season. Week three. Halfway. Halfway. Halfway first. Anyways. <laughs> hey, my dear friend Rocky Romero's here sitting next yeah. to me. What's up? It's not yeah. my birthday, though. Uh, Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, but Taylor Williamson <laughs> wished, you, wished you a happy Xbox birthday. That's I thought that was great. That was great. Man, that was awesome. Shout out to Taylor Williamson. Alumni from America's Got Talent. Yeah, he's going to cry now because he just shouted him out. He's going to uh, be so good. happy. Tears of joy. Yeah. yeah formerly, so. formerly, I think I think he was going out with Heidi Klum for a minute. Anyways, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Hey, you got a lot going on. A lot going on. And uh, like on the way here, just as I was getting ready to leave, all of a sudden I see Shane McMahon was in a helicopter crash. Yep. Uh. Your text message, though, <laughs> while driving yeah. was like, oh, crap. Like, Shane, it, it felt like he he, he died. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. I had to pull oh, over on. and look it up. You're, you're Did anyone really think I didn't that know, he died? I hadn't heard. So I was, I just see a text come in that says, find out everything you can about Shane. Yeah, I was like, oh, crash. no. I was like, what? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I was scared. I saw that, and I was like, oh, my God, Google, Google, what's going oh, on? come on. Uh, I went I went skydiving with Shane and, and Medusa and um, Lundra Blaze, Deborah Michelli. Yeah. I was like 20, I think I was 22 with Shane and I, like real close to the same age. Anyways, I was scared to death. I'm trying to, trying to watch my language yeah, right sure. now for people that don't realize it. Um, and 
you know, Shane was the first one out the door, out the door of the airplane. He did a moonsault backwards. No, out. Yeah, so like I'm just. He, but I, I watched the, I watched the, like the interview, like the the pilot and Shane. Right. Like, did you see any of that? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I was a little unnerved, but you know, and it doesn't surprise me at all. I would, I had. N- not once did I think, oh, I hope Shane's all right. Like, I knew he would be all right. right. I don't know. I just That's wild. It. Yeah. That's wild. Crazy. It's like the least, it's like the least uh, terrifying thing he's done in like 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Wow. So what else is going on, you guys? Come on. So, um, well, actually, to go back, for just in case the people who are listening to the podcast don't know, Shane was on his way to visit his family. Um, the helicopter went down. Lifeguards came. They they heard the SOS. Lifeguards came, and then a rails came um, and got him to shore. The funny thing is, you do de- definitely see that clip. The reporter, <laughs> the reporter, and it was just. It's like I'm not assuming that everybody should know, but it's kind of one of those things that once you hear the last name, because I don't know anybody else with sure. that last name, so they're like, you know, what's your name? So he spells it. <laughs> I think somebody from the the office told the reporter to ask her, ask him if he was related to Vince. And he's like, yes, and he gave her the, the look like, duh. Yeah. So it was just, it was just you know, when I'm sure there's gonna be memes about it throughout the rest of the day, but you know, something to to look forward to. Um, did everybody watch Raw? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I saw. I saw it. the highlights. Kurt I mean, Angle. the big, the big oh, reveal. No, the big reveal. <clears throat> Kurt Angle's big reveal. He has a son. How did everybody like that storyline? I loved it. I, I thought it might have been a shoot. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, I'm, I, like seriously. There's a chance. There's yes. a chance. Especially if you know Kurt. Yeah. Because oh, I'm not going to lie. the brown sugar. It's well documented. It's well yeah, documented. Because uh, yeah. Jason uh, Jordan's 28. Kurt Angle's 48. It all lines up, man. Yep. That's why. I mean, yeah. I was like, you know what? It's not out of the question for this to be true. <laughs> I, I swear, and you know, like I'm on, the, I'm, you know, I know what's up and everything, and like so, and the, like I'm serious, I'm not BSing you guys. I really thought there's a chance that this might be a true story. So, question: Could yeah. this be like a story for you too? Like somebody could be calling to the show and just say, oh. "By the way, <laughs> you're my dad." That would be highly unlikely, but there's. There are a few so possibilities. There's a, there's, there's a non-zero <laughs> chance. I kind of want to see that happen. Now. I know, I know. I visualized it. Uh, so which wrestler do we imagine might be Sean's son? Oh, oh, oh on Helico. Oh, come on. <laughs> Wait, have you ever been to South Africa? No. In your younger days? No. No. no? I was supposed to go one time. <laughs> In rehab. Jack Evans <laughs> is another guy. Possibility. Oh, Jack's, but he was my roommate. We all lived together. Yeah. Rocky remembers. Yeah, he was my roommate. You <laughs> guys know Rocky was in Mexico with me. Yeah. He was my partner. Yeah. Degeneration Mex. That's right. Yeah. Hey, hey, Speaking Rocky. of Mexico, okay. what? AAA and Taya. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I That's thought you were just going to continue on. Oh, yeah, like, I thought you were just going to continue on with it. He's just making your segues for you. Oh, I know. I was like, oh. Well, um, so this whole thing, did everybody see what happened? So they asked Johnny Mundo to bring in the wrestling belt. And he thought, okay, you know, how they put, how they what played belt? it. Taya's belt? Yes. Raina Durana's yeah. Yeah. championship. And um, how they kind of made it sound like, okay, well, we're just going to hold on to it. And in actuality, they, they stripped her of the belt. And gave it to somebody else. So they needed to take pictures of it. Yeah, she had no idea. She was originally booked too. She had a neck injury though. Something happened, Um, right? She wasn't able to be on the most recent shows because of her neck injury. 
the thing is, is they could have just said, hey, we need to take the title off you. Yeah. We got to do like a phantom title change or something. Hey, we need the belt. Yeah. But it's just, it's a lot easier for them to lie about something. <laughs> yeah. And bullshit people. Yeah. That's just like, it's an, I, I just, I think it's just hard for them not to. But with social media and everything, and, and the fact that now everybody, including superstars, can give their story, yeah. like it doesn't even make sense to lie. It just makes sense to you know do it so then everybody it doesn't yeah. make like somebody look bad. That's true. But there's certain people that are, and one of them chimed in on the situation um, that are that are just when they lie, like they don't realize they're lying they're or they do oh. or something that it's just it's the craziest thing ever man like like some of the stories i've heard out of some of the people in, in wrestling oh man and i think actually vampiro, vampiro let's just i'll just say it, it was vampiro <laughs> i don't know why vampiro had to chime in on that like he asked for it like and now there's like there's hundreds and hundreds of retweets of john of uh john morrison you know saying he's a uh, two-faced douchebag <laughs> You know, uh, that lie that believes his own lies, blah blah blah. And there's like 500 retweets or something. So I mean, and a lot of them are the boys. Yeah, it's kind of douchey. I just I don't. Yeah, just say the truth. Vamp should have just kept it. Just should have kept out of it. He just shouldn't have. Of uh, he should have just let Ty vent because that's what we do as right. as talent. We vent over things like that, and then it goes away. And then sometimes you end up working for them again. It's just like Vamp. You know, how many times has that like relationship been on and off? You know, between Vamp and AAA. Well, Vamp and just about uh, any promotion, any any company. To yeah. be honest, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I saw it when I, I was working with him in CMLL in two thousand three, and yeah. he had just came back to CMLL. He didn't stay very long after that, and I think he came back again to CMLL. Then he found his way to AAA when we were there. Yep. In uh, what oh eight or oh nine or whatever. Is that what year that was? It's all a bit sketchy <laughs> I don't to know. me. Man. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I mean that's just the way the the cookie crumbles with Vampira. You know? And AAA, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's just crazy. I'm thinking about like I was thinking of. Uh, I don't mean to be picking on Vamp, but I just have this picture of uh, in my head of Vamp and Dorian Roldan sitting at a table across from each other telling each other bullshit stories. <laughs> and, I mean, it just it blows my mind. Anyway, that, I mean, they'll end up screwing Vamp over again, and yeah. Vamp will be gone. And, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's it's funny to me. But that's I just the, choose not to real, let myself get right. it's in a that situation. That's just yeah. what happens. I mean, Conan was in and out, yeah. you know, for so many years. He, you know, he was, you know, in that top position as the booker, and now I guess it's Vamp, and yeah. you know, so who knows? Next year, Conan might be back, or who knows? That's right. Right now, Conan, and like right now, Conan will like drop a lot of clown notes on AAA and, and everyone. Right. And if the money's right, Conan will be back right. there too. You I just never know. It's a wrestling business. Sure. I mean, I'd like to think I wouldn't take the money. Yeah. I don't think I would. Honestly, I don't yeah. think I could deal with it I really it don't. was one of the most stressful times in my yes. career working there you yeah. know and uh, yeah I don't think I would take the money either it would take a lot to probably bring me back but mm. anyways what else is going on that's it that, as far as wrestling news but we do have a special guest that you didn't uh, mention to the folks coming in oh I didn't talk about Alex sorry well we're here <laughs> now you can talk yeah. about him it's fine. <laughs> Who is so, it? Hey, Art. <laughs> hey, we've been, we've been talking to Alex Riley for a long time. Kevin Kiley. Kevin Kiley, Alex Riley, Alex Riley, Kevin Kiley. <laughs> okay, um, anyways, 
Uh, and now he's like he's uh, starring in the new Netflix series Glow. Such a great show. At the yeah, excellent show. And uh, and I knew Alex when he was like you know in NXT. Well, it was actually FCW at the time. Okay. So um, and I really like Alex, and I'm happy that he's finally able to join us, especially in studio. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. His episode was just. So hilarious. Do we have a clip of it that we can show when, when he gets in here? I'm sure we can. Ooh. We can dig it up. Yeah, we yeah. can yeah. make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. here now. So. Yeah, we can do, cool. definitely do that. Cool. Uh, so that's been the end of our news segment. Uh, you can follow us on all social media, um, After Buzz TV, Twitter, The Real Xbox. If you didn't say happy birthday, you can still say it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just just yeah. say. Uh, Facebook, Xbox 12360. Also, iTunes, five stars or better. Leave your comments on our YouTube page, all that good stuff. And don't forget to buy all the shirts or all Sean shirts. At pro wrestling tea at Sean Waltman. It's actually pro wrestling tees.com slash Sean Waltman. Yeah. That's, isn't it? Yeah. Damn, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Take a break and be back with Alex Riley. Yeah. Okay. Kevin Kiley. Yeah, sounds good, Jimbo. Let's do it. All right. Be right back with Alex Riley, Kevin Kiley. What's up, party people? Roxy Stryer here from The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. We're your twice-weekly broadcast of One Man's Midlife Crisis and the mad millennials in Star Trek uniforms that follow him. And I'm one of those millennials, Lauren Legrasso here. We've had some amazing guests like Russell Simmons, Ileana Douglas, and Craig Gass. Coolio, right? Christian Blatt in the house to tell you to go to thetomorrowshow.com to check us out. We're live every Monday and Thursday from 10 to midnight Eastern. That's thetomorrowshow.com. Be there or be square, whatever that means. Welcome back to X-Pac 12360. Joining us right now. Been trying to get him in here for quite a while. <laughs> and now he's starring in the uh, new Netflix series, Glow. Uh, used to be known as Alex Riley. Uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Kevin Kiley Jr. Yeah! yeah. Thank you guys very much for having me. X-Pac, I appreciate it very much. You're right. I've been trying to get on this show for a while. No, uh, we've been trying to you get been you on. Right. You've been trying to get me on for a while, and I am... Uh, well, I wanted to wait for the right time to do it, you know, and I think this is, this is certainly the is, right time. Man. Yeah, so thank you very much. Oh, I appreciate thank it. Thank you. And congratulations on this beautiful studio and uh, your own show, man, and this is great. Thanks. I, watched I had to figure something out, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you found something that you're really, really good at, in my Thanks. opinion, so congratulations. So yeah. I wasn't any good at wrestling? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. That, <laughs> you were his favorite wrestler. <laughs> I was, but I'm not encouraging you to go back to wrestling <laughs> at your age at all, because that's oh, not, that would age. be... Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I know you're a little bit older than me, and my body don't feel too good either. Right? So. Yeah, but you know, I've I've kind of narrowed it down. Yeah. Uh, to you know, I just do a medley of my greatest hits out there, <laughs> and then, and we keep it at that. Well, I make, I would always pay to see that. Why? Well, thank uh, you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Hey, you know, I want to mention this because uh, it really meant a lot to me. There was it was either on the on on WW.com or it might have been an actual the print magazine sure. WW magazine. There was a there was an article and it had different superstars talking about the wrestlers they liked and you really put me over huge in this one article right. and it meant so much to me. Man, I just want to thank you personally well, in front of everyone. Uh, no need to thank me. I thank you for the uh, countless hours of entertainment and uh, you know I got watching you as a kid and now you know now as it's amazing that I'm yeah that I'm sitting <laughs> sitting here uh, on your show. But I, I didn't even know if you remembered that and I'm glad you, yeah, you brought it up because I wanted to because I remember I was. It was very early in my wrestling career, and I was w literally wandering around 
backstage trying to fit in yeah. and uh, and as you know it can be it can be a little nerve-wracking at times especially when you're when you're brand new and um, I, I heard I heard somebody you got maybe tap me on the shoulder or something he said hey, I, I just want to talk to you for a second and I was like oh my god it's, it's Xbox I was like, it was everything great. and he said you know I just I thank you for uh, for bringing that up and, and putting that in the article because they did ask me this who's Who's your favorite wrestler? And you always were. You always stood out to me um, growing up watching it. I believe I was uh, at the time 14, 15 years old and uh, Degeneration X and and all that stuff, man. It was, uh, you were fantastic. You had, you had like a swagger to you that it seemed uh, like nobody else really did. It's something that you can't teach, which is which is, was very, very sure, cool to thanks, me. Sure, thanks, man. Because, yeah. you know, I wasn't the, I wasn't the master of, of cutting that, you know, that rock the mic promo right. like some other guys were, but I felt like you know, I brought it in, in ways like you're talking about. Well, what I what I thought and what I noticed now, it's almost like when you're watching it as a kid, you don't really know why you pick that guy or why you uh -huh. gravitate to that. And then if you get involved in the business later in your life, you certainly are kind of taught or woken up to what you did notice and what he was really good at. And I thought I really thought that you were always very real. You know, yeah, there, you, and you. you can see it. You can see it in people's eyes. You know, there's. I think there's a lot of great performers uh, in anything, acting, WWE, theater, that that are that are great technicians, and they can get through the the vocal part, or they can remember their lines better than anyone else. And then there are other people that just believe in what they're saying. It doesn't matter if they're speaking for ten minutes. It doesn't matter if they're speaking for three words. But if they're believing it, and you can see it in their eyes, it is it's, fantastic entertainment, and you can't help but buy into it. And yeah, I thought you had know, that. If, if we believe in what we're doing, then it's going to be a lot easier for the people sure, to believe, right? Sure, sure. And you can't teach it. It's something that you just cannot teach, because at the end of the day, it, it, is, it does come from a sheet of paper. But there's a talent there to make it your own, and I, yeah. and I thought you did a good job. So that's enough. That's just, that's not how I'm going to go. Compliments, I'm going to give you today. Okay, cool. You guys are but, supposed to be the other way around right, here. Right. You're supposed to I can talk in. about you all day here. Yeah, right. you're supposed to come in here, and we're supposed to blow smoke up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> how much time we have? We got plenty. We got as much time as you want, okay. actually. Yeah. I, I am trying to keep the show, like, lately right. to about an hour, just because, like, there have been times in the past where, like, the show's gone like three hours, yeah. and I'm wondering if anybody else is even listening at the end of it. You know, <laughs> I feel like uh, no, the the last hour of those always kind of gets to be the best, though, they right? Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah they telling do. old bar stories and yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah. So tell me, tell me what's going on with you, uh, you know? Because I know, you know, you've done. I don't want to, sure. I don't want you to come on the sh on on my show and then me ask you all the same questions you've already answered, you know? Yeah. Every other freaking interview you've done. Yeah. So tell me what's going on lately. And, you know. Wow. wow. Uh, a lot. I yeah. believe what we were saying before the show started, it's mass confusion, but yeah. a good confusion. Um, it was uh, very shortly after um, the WWE and I had parted yeah. ways. Uh, I had always wanted to pursue acting. Um, I, I was involved in some broadcast uh, broadcasting with WWE. And, yes. And I, you were... You were very good at it, thank too, you. by Th the way. Thank you very much. And uh, my, my father was a broadcaster for ESPN for for a very long time and, and made his living that way. Um, so it, it was one of those things where I, 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 I didn't know if I really wanted to stay quite in entertainment because entertainment has its... Uh, it has its positives and it's, it has its negatives, mm -hmm. and uh, negatives being that you can work very, very hard yes. and you can believe in what you're doing and you can certainly 
uh, you know, if the other guy puts in an hour of work, you can put in 12, and it just, you know, it doesn't matter sometimes, and, and you go in, and it's, it's really just up to somebody's opinion, whether you're good or bad or not. Yeah. So, so that was something that I was, uh, as, I think as you kind of get older in your life, and I'd certainly want to be married and have kids, I don't know if you want to really hang your mortgage on, <laughs> on that stuff. Yeah. It can be scary. Uh, that being said, I, I really, really wanted to give acting a shot. And I had some immediate, I was very lucky and, uh, and very fortunate for this to happen. I didn't expect it. I had some, some immediate interest by a, a rep out here. A, he's, he's kind of a manager, uh, uh, manager agent. And he, uh, he got on the phone with me right away and he said, I, I've seen your stuff in WWE. Do you have a, do you have a reel? Which I did, yeah. uh, thankfully. I just kind of had, that was really my father, his doing. I really wasn't paying attention to anything like that, but he would... He would get on the phone with me, and he said, "How, how are you? Are you saving the stuff that you're doing?" And so, so that was that was great. And he kept me on that. So I did have a reel. I sent it out to him, uh, the manager, and he was very, very excited about it. Uh, and you know, you kind of when you get that phone call, you don't really is this too good to be true? You know, you, you know how do yeah. you you don't really want to believe that. Um, you know, you can really you can, you can you can do some things in Hollywood. Really, who is this? And, on the and, yeah, you know. And being in, in wrestling, we you know, involved in wrestling, you get told a lot of things right. that never end up happening, right? Sure, absolutely. And that's a that's a great point in coming off ten years of you know, being told a lot of things that never right, happened. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sometimes being told some great things that happen, but then yeah. other times, you know. Um, so I flew. Long story short, I flew out here. I met him. He was great. Uh, the opportunity for Glow came across his desk um, as an audition about three weeks later, and I did it, and I literally, six hours later, got he called me, and the guy said, you got it. And nice. Yeah. So that's the only part you read for? Because it, it, it seemed like, like when I, because I went and read for a part that oh, did you, you okay. probably would have been like the actual, like what, it was the John Morrison part. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, as the coach. Salty, sure, uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Salty. Yeah, that was, a funny, that was a funny part. It was a good part. Right? Yeah. But if you read the description of it, right. like, it it describes you way more than it describes either John or myself right. as far as a big, so like, drill sergeant type guy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that you could pull off right. visually way more than sure. I don't know two if I have a, I don't have a like, funny bone in my body. I don't know how funny I am. I was just never talented in that in that direction. I'm more really? of a straight shooter. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, but yeah, no, the steel horse part was the only part I read for. So yeah, okay. but but yeah, it was. Um, and, and now they, it's hard to imagine somebody else playing it. Yeah, yeah it's very you, true. Yeah, it suits you well. Terrific. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, I really appreciate it. the the person that wrote that part was a, a woman named Rachel Schukert, and I thought she did when I got the, like the sides of the audition. Um, it was a lot to remember in the span of an hour or two to get it on a tape. Uh, but she did such a great job of marrying yeah. the, the business and what Steel Horse was trying to project through the friend story in life. Yeah. And uh, so it was, it was easy. It was very easy to believe it because I had lived it. We have a clip of it, actually. Sure. Okay, yeah, I want to yeah. take a look at yeah. it real quick. Can we show a clip of that real quick? Uh, for some reason, I thought it was going to be the, the sex scene. <laughs> 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 I mean, this, this is good, too. What a pop you got there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh, when they're, it's a whole different thing when they're paying them to, to pop for you. <laughs> WSX was like that. We had a paid audience. <laughs> you feel nice. any PWG vibes when yeah. you were in that yeah. building? I did. I did. And uh, actually, 
um, Mr. Monopoly and I, <laughs> and we had a great time the whole day because it was just us that day. And it, and I thought this was, they were great in this regard, the people at Netflix and Glow. They kind of backed out of the wrestling uh, choreography okay. and the entrance. And the, there was obviously stunt people there and with the motorcycle. and Chavo? Kind of Chavo. Chavo, yes, yeah. was there. And they had hired Chavo, which was, a, I thought, a brilliant move. Sure. Um, but I remember going up to the director after the first run-through of that, uh, Phil Abraham, who is bit Sopranos, Mad Men, the best, like the best of the best yeah. in Hollywood, asking his advice on my entrance, the moves, and I thought this is brilliant. He said, you know what, uh, this, I, I'm going to leave this up to you guys, because I just don't know, and I, I just thought that was great. You know, he goes, second half of the day, you're all mine, you do everything I tell you, but right now, go ahead, have fun. Nice. But it, it's authentic, though. Like, yeah. You know, they, like, that's what's cool about the show is like authentic and like the the respect of they just let it seem like they just let the wrestlers do what they do best. Absolutely. You know, and that's what's cool about the show. It doesn't feel like it's like an overproduced uh, Hollywood type. Right. Was the di- on it, you know? Was the dialogue changed at all from what it, from how it was originally written? Did you was any of it adjusted? The backstage with me and uh, Deb. Betty Gilbert. Uh, no, it was not. It was it was uh, pretty much word for word. Yeah. And and that's why I was kind of saying earlier, uh, Rachel did such a brilliant job with it because a lot of times when you get even in WWE when you when you get a script you're like oh my god I'm, we wouldn't say that right like I would never speak sure. like this yeah. and this is uh, but when I got the um, the audition from her. I remember reading it, and then once I kind of had started to get it maybe two or three times, I started to get goosebumps and yeah. stuff because it was so close to um, the wrestling business and just... It seemed it seemed authentic? It seemed very authentic. And, and you know as well, like you're on the road with those guys for every day, and a lot of times, you know, you're on day 260, 270, you're not going to be the happiest guy. That's right. Yeah. You know, you're just not. And you're a lot of guys are away from their family, and it's just going to happen that people kind of get in rifts or whatever. Uh, but when it comes bell time, you shut up and you do your job. And a lot of times, is it, that what I was supposed to do? Damn it! You were too talented up. for shutting up and doing your job. You needed to go ahead and. And do everything you had, but no, it was, it was an easy, an, an, an easy, uh, I can say, start in Hollywood yeah. it, it, in the wrestling uh, regard. Nice. So yeah. that part made sense because you know it was your profession. But you get to the sex scene. Um, <laughs> I love how this is becoming. It was like it was a kissing, and then the more people I talk to, is the sex scene, and then when the friend comes in. But yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> beyond, the, beyond the sex scene, it yeah. was a really great sex scene. This is what a lot of people, or a lot of women in particular, are asking me: right. um, Are you single? I am very single. Yes. So, uh, were your DMs popping after the sex scene? Um. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you de- oh, you could, are you, do you have one of those type of Twitter accounts where you, those. you can't mm-hmm. DM me unless unless I'm following you though? Oh, we need but, to we need to take that off. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, see now now that you got your own show, we might take it off just for a little bit to see what happens. You know. Okay. <laughs> you see what you see what you get. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, just as many people. I mean, everyone already has my phone number anyway, so yeah. why not let them get my DM? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be a segment on the show. It's popping in Sean's DMs. I, I, I love how I was like uh, never had done 
the Tinder or the, yeah. the Bumbles or anything ever. And I'm, you know, I'm gonna tell you how old I am, but I'm I'm old, I'm in mid thirties, and I just I, it would skip the generation, I guess, for me. Um, mm -hmm. And then I was I was dating this girl for a very long time before I moved out here, and uh, she was from the East Coast, and it just kind of didn't work out. So I find myself in a situation where I'm I'm out here by myself. Her you know, loss, anyways. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me now. No. Um, but I uh, so I started the, doing the Tinder thing, and it is a that thing is oh my it's gosh. a nightmare. That's it's, it's a nightmare. It's I don't. It's so terrible. Some people just think it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, I just yeah. can't even imagine doing yeah, it. Yeah, you want to fall into. If I was younger, man, but, you know, yeah. I if, if if it was like Degeneration X Xbox, <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, I might yeah. have done Tinder. Sure. Social media back then, <laughs> holy cow. Yeah, so have, have you been, been on, on any on. dates from yeah. Tinder? I don't. Uh, yeah, yes, I went on one, and it was just I don't know. I, I, it's just not. The girl is a very nice girl, but I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of communication that happens. Before, you know, like you're in a bar or a restaurant and you see somebody and then you're, there's so much communication that happens before you even say hello. And I think a lot of people weed the people out that don't. Sure. And here you just have a picture and a couple texts and then you're face to face and you're like, oh my God, I, uh, what, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. And, it, and, and it's just so, I'm never one to just go home. I just would never, like I was telling my right. dad, he's like, you should just go home. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to just go home. Like, oh, what, pull a ghost? Well, yeah, yeah or I just. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And maybe she's trying, maybe, I'm not saying like, maybe I showed up and she's like, oh my God, this guy's disgusting. Yeah. I don't want to be with this guy. And she has, you know, she has the guts to sit there and right. say it. So it's two people sitting at dinner. But when you brought up the, the phone number, uh, it's fascinating to me that a lot of it, they just want to communicate back and forth That's on it. the app. Yes. And they never want to meet. Yeah. Right. Yes. And if you if you ask for a number, they go, oh, my God, how could you? I don't even know you. I'm like, <laughs> we're communicating on yes. the app. The same as we would. I don't and know you can go into their Facebook. Too, and a lot of people like yeah. will exchange bodily fluids, but not phone numbers. I agree. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to come back more often. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that women treat you differently once that they just, once they discover what you do? Um, I, hmm. Uh, yes, and it's not it's not a good sometimes sometimes yes sometimes not obviously it does not happen a lot but I and I'm trying to kind of figure this out because I was uh, I was out of the game man I was done and I was very happy about it uh, I was just like what a load off my mind to have oh the wrestling part no 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 I'm sorry like the, uh, dating? the dating game oh okay. the dating oh, okay. yeah when I was back in Tampa I was just you know I had found somebody I was very happy with and and uh, you know we were we were happy and things changed but I was just what a relief you know and now to be out here and I'm like oh my god this huge city yeah. and but so what I'm trying what I'm kind of figuring out is they do sometimes but it's a they just they they back way off because they just assume that I'm after something that I'm not, or I'm gonna, that, yeah, which, which kind of can, can be frustrating sometimes, because I'm really not, I, I think I'm as normal as it gets, and I'm not, you know, uh, but I think they, they get a little nervous, maybe, that I'm gonna, I don't know. Well, your personality doesn't match your looks, man. Oh. That's the thing. <laughs> well, thank you. And, and it, like, I think. well, be, well, well you, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, what I mean by that is yeah. you, you, you you're a guy with you're a really good looking guy that could very well easily be very you know conceited arrogant right. and and you know 
and, and, and be really full of yourself. Yeah, one night stand. Yeah. And I and I never ever you know gotten that impression from you yeah. ever. Well, thank you. I uh, I it's it's easy for me because I think and I think everybody's like this. I think you don't really yeah. quite see what other people do in the yeah. mirror. Maybe I think it's like a, so. But I was. Um, Put it this way: It's no fun for me unless they're really into it too. So exactly. It's, yeah, so I don't know. I get a bit like an arrogant. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, That's why like prostitutes don't work for me because right. like if I know I gotta pay for it, I don't want to do it. Yeah. It's. it's uh, <laughs> what? I'm just telling. Like, well, at least I'm not telling you I love prostitutes. <laughs> I mean, I love them from a distance, but you know, I don't. I don't love. Them. <laughs> Being a customer. Uh, um, here's some Tinder Sorry. stuff on your on your Tinder profile. Yeah. Just put you don't want pen pals. Okay. And then also uh, when you contact them via, give them about a week. And okay. if they don't want to meet within that week, a they week? might be catfishing you. A week. Catfishing. Yeah. What, what, okay, what is it? So I have got these terms now, too. Catfishing means that, say, her picture, she looks like that, and then you meet her, and she's like 50 pounds heavier, and she's had three kids. Okay. Or it's some big <laughs> WWE fan who's just on Tinder to try yeah, and match yeah. like, like, right. like, like a guy, like a 40-year-old man shows up or yeah. something? Wow. It's yeah. still real to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when, when's the last time you are in a wrestling ring? Whew, it's been a while. Yeah? yeah Not counting glow. Yeah, um... Year, year, yeah. maybe more than a year. Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm coming up on a year um, from my, my departure with WWE. So whenever that was, um, I was in the ring uh, at NXT uh, at the Performance Center okay. the day before. So whenever that date was, yeah, I think right around about 11 months now. So and and see, I was talking to somebody and I can't remember who it was last time I was uh, visiting at WWE. Right. And and your name came up. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, it, we were talking about commentators. Sure. Because it's really hard to find a good one. Right. And you were a good one. Mm -hmm. But it just wasn't, it wasn't, you didn't have passion for it, did you? I, I, uh, this is how I've, um, did I have a passion for it? Yes. I, yeah, yeah I did. I, I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, I love talking. So since I was could remember, I was into football, uh -huh. into wrestling, into uh, you know my father was a broadcaster. Um, my brother was an actor, trying to be an actor at times. Yeah. Um, so it's in my blood. You know, I I do love it. Um, I get chills when I think about. I remember doing the commentary, and getting so into it that they would, they'd have to tell me to stop talking on okay. the on the. They'd have to cut in because. In, in wrestling commentary, it's about sound bites. So they, because that's how they cut up the show and do advertising. Well, it's WWE wrestling commentary right. is about sound bites. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, it, and those, the show moves very fast. And your job is to get in, get out, get your point across. And, and a lot of times, it's really not the most in depth uh, statement, but that's how it's done because it's national yeah. television. Um, and I knew that I knew that very well. But I would just get so wrapped up in the match and the, the you know the feeling that I had at WrestleMania yeah. and the, the the blood pulsating through your veins as you're walking out and the entr I mean the entrances in WWE used to I just would they blow my mind there's nothing on the planet on the planet right. cooler than coming out as a larger than life superhero under WWE pyro I'm sorry like legit, legit legit yeah. the best experience 
you could ever imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like better than sex with any person you can imagine. Right. Much anything. better than Tinder anything. and, <laughs> and <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> right. Better than any drug that, like, if you're <laughs> any all you drug addicts out there, like, your favorite drug, be- it's a hundred thousand times better than that. Yeah. So become W. No. It's, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a and it will keep you up all night. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's natural and it's just so beautiful and I love that that company for that because they really there's nothing else on the planet they, they originated that whole experience um, something that I had to do before I you know before while my time uh, while I had time here I, I wanted to do that uh, so again so it was very easy for me to get wrapped up in it did I had a passion for it yes that but you wanted to get in the ring. That right? being said, as you can tell, I needed to be in the ring. Yeah. Like I was 250 pounds in in great. Ch- and I know that WWE is very character driven, and I've gotten the whole you know every answer they could have given me and not give me on that stuff. And it's and it is very it's it's um, you know it's 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 somebody's opinion at the end of the day. Exactly. That being said, like I was telling you earlier, when I could look at you when you just believed, there isn't a damn person that could tell me on this planet that I didn't walk through a curtain and believe everything from I just loved it you know so so that was a very it it was hard um, like complaining uh, you know well I want to be a WWE superstar and I'm only a WWE content they're both dream jobs yeah Yeah, you know and I kind of sound foolish for saying that but as I was progressing towards the later part of my career I desperately wanted to be in the and totally understandable, yeah. man. As you're watch, as you're watching the, you know, the numbers get higher on your age, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. And and really, that's that's what it came down to. Um, Not too many shopping days left till Christmas, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> yeah. No spring chicken. Over here. <laughs> A little long in the tooth. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So your release from WWE was yeah. it shocking or did you see it coming already? Um. It, no, it, w- it wasn't shocking by any means. Uh, did I see it coming? We had talked, you know, I mean, there was conversations that were had and had been had uh, that you kind of get a feeling, right, for what's, it's funny, like you were saying earlier, like they can come up to you and say, we got a, we got a great spot for you. But you know, you get the feeling that, I don't know, this is a, what I can quite believe. Um, you know, and, and I have also, I've also been in a position where I was in demand in that company and I know, I know what it felt like. Yes. I, I, I could feel the sense of urgency. I could feel uh, the attention um, that, and it wasn't always said, but, but people were paying to me and, and the detail that was going into criticizing my work in a very positive way. Uh, that was kind of not happening so much as I was getting kind of older. So, no, it did not shock me. Um, so yeah, it was, I think really to, um, you know, you lose something like that that you love, because I did love it, but then after you get over that, it, it was a mutual thing. You know, I, I, I was tired of being there and not being, you know, a main event guy. You know, I wanted, I wanted to be a guy that, that contributed every Monday night, contributed every Saturday night, got to talk, got to throw ideas off of uh, producers, writers, that entire thing. So if that wasn't going to happen, it was kind of like, hey, let's just uh, let's just call it a great career, and we'll go on our way, and I'll check out Hollywood. Some people are fine with, okay, you know, uh, this is a job. I'm going to come and I'm going to do whatever you want me to do, boss. Right. 
And then there's people that they need creative satisfaction. Mm -hmm. They need all these things. And if you don't have it, you're miserable. It doesn't matter what, I mean, yeah, a fat check helps. Right. But only so much, man. Honestly, like, the, the, the creative satisfaction to me, like, is highly underrated. For sure. Highly underrated. Yes. It's one of the most important things there is. Because they ask you to see, when I got to WWE, I was not. They, I didn't understand, because uh, being a football player right. and never being trained as a re- wrestler, um, it, practice would start and no whistle would blow, no stretching would really happen. It, it was just people would just be hanging out, and I didn't understand. I was like, wait, what do I do? I don't understand. How do I learn? And and I remember, and Dr. Tom Pritchard was, was genius in Great. this way. Yes, genius. He he, so it's not going to help you for me to. I knew the moves at that point. Yeah, so it's not going to help me to just drill you over and over and over. You have to, you have to open your mind to this and go, get involved in conversations and think about it and work it and hang out just go hang out with uh with tyson kidd yeah. and i couldn't figure it out because i was like tyson kidd not not saying it's Tyson, but i wasn't like the most welcomed guy at wwe when i first got there because i had no experience it was like i showed up you're an outsider yes sir yeah i showed up there and it was um what's he doing here he's never type of type of deal yeah. and it wasn't that bad i'm not but oh, football player guys yeah, come in exa- they think they can just come in and do what we do exactly and that was that was very hard for me because it's not like I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't sit in the corner because I thought I was better than anybody. I sat in the corner because I didn't know what question to ask. No one I, puts a right in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what can so so. But once they opened that side, once they opened that side of you to to turn that off is very hard. Yes. So at that point, you need you. It's, kind of what your job is it's who you are you need right you're like i got this idea and i got that idea. starve right and yes and it's uh maybe not you know like physically yeah. but mentally you starve you become very empty yeah um because that you know that that's your job and then you and you're like okay so so yeah so i and i was was one of those guys that that wanted to do that and wanted to be one of those guys so yeah do you feel like you'd still be there as a commentator if you hadn't insisted on uh, going back into the ring? Hmm. Can uh, I answer that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... Uh, I think yes, however... Um, you know, that's a great question. I don't know. Because I would have been torn. Because I really, really loved that job. Um, but it, WWE is very, uh, in this way, they own you. You know, um, and they would have owned me. I don't think I would have been allowed opportunities to do anything else. So it would have been a discussion that we'd have had. But yeah, that would have been, that would have been very. Uh, that's a great question because it really would have been. I don't know. Well, also shortly after you left, like Rich and Alex, like yeah. left, and yeah, so who know. knows with the commentary? Yeah, and and who right is exactly who knows, and that's that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> somebody is the best in the world one day and then the next day he's just not good and you don't, you don't really well know. i mean yeah if yeah. somebody's like two percent better than you yeah, yeah. Or, you know yeah. whatever yeah. <laughs> now look, looking back at your experiences um is there anything that you think you could have done that might have changed the outcome of certain things whether it's training or talking to certain people or uh for sure of course um there's always uh and i'm kind of one of those 
people that like I don't know you bl you just like blame yourself ten times before you blame anybody else. Uh, kind of like when you were apologizing profusely to me for yes. not coming on the show. Yet. But that <laughs> yeah, but that was my fault. There was no, nobody else involved. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So so for sure. That being said, um, it, there were a couple times where you kind of can't help slide into that attitude of like you know what I'm just not going to try. I'm just going to stop pitching ideas and I'm going to stop going to that. And although it, it, you know, I was there for 10 years, I want to say it, you know, I got into my moods, uh, you know, one, once or twice for a week or two. Outside of that, I busted my ass for that company. I, yeah. I really did. I was very, very, and that's what uh, I think made it, it not easier when I left, but once I got over the, oh my God, I'm not an athlete anymore. I'm not like, you know, ever walk. Oh, you know. went through that. Oh, yeah, God. that's that separation it's, it's, anxiety it's, it's, yeah. because you think that there's no life outside WWE right. while you're while you're part of it. It's like where am I gonna get that adrenaline and that yeah. thrill and that walk through the airport? And I just, I mean, I get it right now. It's like um, because it's hard to replace. That is the same thing with football. Like mm -hmm. when football was over for me, um, I it's like I felt like life like slowed down. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, this is weird. Yeah. Um, was football your first dream to be a professional football what player? Ha what, what happened with um, – so when I was growing up, I was playing football and watching um, WWE right. all the time. Uh, but I, I think that this gets lost on some uh, – it gets lost in these conversations a little bit that – you don't really know how to become a WWE superstar. I know you, I know you did, and there was, there was kind of, but for most, it, 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 especially when they're, like I, I was having some success in football, so yeah. I, I had that avenue open to me if I wanted it, but if I didn't, it's like you really have to search in high school to find out how to become a professional wrestler. Like, As opposed to being a baseball player, football yes. player, but, yeah. you know. And yeah. it's, you know, uh, I, I certainly I wanted to go to college. You know, it's something that my parents were. I didn't want to go, but my uh, my parents wanted me to go to uh, to college and all that stuff. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know if there was a professional wrestling uh, team program in high school. If I'd, I'd have been, I that. joined the wrestling team just thinking, oh, well, it's got to be connected somehow. Right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, who else was a guest on the show recently that did that too? Just because of. Well, I know Kurt Hawkins did that. Yeah, but somebody that was on the show, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I'd have gotten my ass kicked. I mean, I was real thin. I was about I, the height I am now. So six three. Six and three, six four, six, right? And a hundred and forty five pounds. Oh, oh wow! Like, no, like that would have been good. That would have been yeah, good. Yeah, it'd have been great. Right? I know. <laughs> built, <laughs> built perfectly for a rest. I know. One hundred and forty five pound class. Yeah, it'd have been great. Actually, you know what? You would have been really difficult to handle. Yeah, when I was a yeah. when I wrestled, I was five eleven, one thirty. Right. And, uh, but is it built lower to the ground? You're gonna right? I mean, I'd have been like. Yeah, but sometimes I, if the tall, lanky yes. guys would give me a problem to turn over, yeah. like because oh, okay. they, like, they would put like an arm way out, and they'd be like, "Oh man, I can't yeah. get," and you can't reach right. to get that right, arm right, out, right. you know? So, right, there's yeah. a little reach. Yeah, yeah. Right. especially because like 145, there's not a lot of six four dudes in that weight right. class. <laughs> right, right, right. So it's something where they just they're not used to handling that type of yeah. body, right? Yeah, yeah. like a tree. This is so something that I was just thinking about, and it's kind of skipping around a little bit, but it's a little bit off topic. Yep. But you're a big guy. Is, do you think that's uh, limiting like the roles you might get out here? Um, I, have you thought about that at all? Yeah, and I and I have had that uh, discussion with my manager a couple times because it is there's certainly less, and um, 
in the beginning for sure it's it's something that um i know they i was up for a, a um, deep blue c2 which uh you're a deep blue c1 with that. sure yeah uh a shark ate me or whatever the samuel jackson thing <laughs> um but uh and they said that they needed a Navy SEAL type of guy uh, as the lead. So I go in there and I, uh, I, I mean, I, I killed this thing. I really did. I spent a lot of time on it and, uh, and was very happy with And the casting directors were very happy with it as well. However, they, they're like, love that I was an ex-WWE superstar. Mm -hmm. Look, blah, blah, blah. And they go, he's, he's huge. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm really, you know, and you're an athlete in the WWE. And I'm like. And then before football, I'm like, I'm not huge. I'm, I'm right. like 20 pounds lighter than I yeah. was before. Yeah. Or whatever. And, right? and, and compared like... to everybody else that you're always looking around, you're kind of like the baby or you're at least mid mm -hmm. middle of the yeah. road. And I'm like, I'm not huge. And then and then I think like in Hollywood, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, so, yes, it, it can be limiting. But I think once I get some momentum, I think it's kind of I just I think it's going to be a, a nice niche. Yeah. I, and I, and I, there's plenty of roles out yeah. there. It's just they're going to be this type of role a lot, a lot of them, right? Yeah. A, a, to start, I think that I think there's a lot of you know how um, same in WWE where like your first chance is really the biggest yes. in in the regard that they go, okay, he didn't screw anything up. <laughs> like right. he didn't right. say the wrong thing on live television. Mm -hmm. He didn't you know knock himself out on a post right. running to the ring. That, that type of thing, and they learned just one, they learned to trust you, and then that really limits the pack. Uh, so that's why um, I'm very, very lucky. And when I got the glow roll, it was like eerie in a way. Yeah. It was like, ooh, the timing of this, the role that it was. Uh, and one of those things where it's like, I need to be in Hollywood right now. This is just too. Uh, weird that that it would that would sure. happen that way. Yeah. So 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 I I was able to get that, and I think when people uh, see that, I think they they can now trust that I can handle myself uh, in in certain things. Yeah. So did they write you in for season two? Uh, that you know it's funny, um, and a lot of people have asked me that. I didn't even see what I had done on the show until the like until everybody saw it. Like wow. I, yeah, like I didn't see the. Um, the clip or the scene or or really anything and the only written material I had gotten was that episode um, and uh, did everything you shot make it on onto the uh, pretty much okay. yeah probably about 90 90 percent of it but what happened after I didn't I didn't really know um, you know and it had been a while I mean I we shot that seven months ago yeah um, so I remember watching it, and I didn't really didn't want to, because everybody had told me it wasn't bad, pretty good. So when it came out, I was like, I'm not, I'm just not gonna watch it, because you know if you see it, you pick it apart. Or at least I do. I just sit there and I pick it apart, mm -hmm. and like, then it just, yeah. Did you do that with your wrestling matches too? All the time. Right. And and people look at you like, what the hell are you doing? You're on like the day three and haven't eaten. And you're like, no, right there. And I'm like, what are you talking uh, about? I should have done this. Right. Uh. <laughs> right. Uh, so I put it off. I think I put it on right before I went to, to out for the evening. Yeah. I knew I was going to have a couple of drinks. So I was like, I'm just going to put it on right now, and I'm going to go. If it's bad, I'm just going to go to the bar. Um, but it, I, it was. Um, I remember thinking, it, well, it's not, it's not bad, it's not bad. And I then I thought, okay, well, if I think that, but there was a part in there where she says, uh, uh, she says, was the horse steely? 
I can't remember the character, uh, Cherry Bang, (laughs) which I hadn't read. I didn't know that I had forgotten that it was coming. So I was like, wow, that was really good all up into that. And then the the kiss and all that stuff. And then she she says, so was the horse Steely. And I'm like, oh, God. And then then Betty's character goes, well, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) And then, so when you're with your husband, and it's just and I and it, it's just better when you're with your husband because I'm like, no, what is going on? Here? They're going to bury the character. And it, so it's, and then she finally at the end kind of turns it back around, and I, oh, I was like, oh, thank God. Uh, so that that's kind of how it played out. I don't know what the question was. Am I sorry <laughs> for season two? I have no I have no idea. Yeah. So in Glow, you know, you have wrestlers that came in, made cameos, come from wrestling yeah. backgrounds and then you have the actors that you know just have the acting background sure. what kind of balance did you guys find you know giving each other like sort of feedback you know the actors to you and vice versa yeah um great question i uh i was working primarily with uh debbie who was betty gilpin who was very very uh well-known actress and has done you know nurse jackie is is, is pretty acclaimed in, in the acting world so um, and again, I had read the script, and you, I didn't really find somebody on the street to like practice it with, you know. And I had never done that, yeah. uh, so I, I didn't. The etiquette, you know, there's small things in WWE where you just do or don't do, and you don't really know until yep. three, three years into your career. Um, I wanted to make sure that I was, uh, you know, spot on with that stuff, uh, and not, you know, cross any boundaries or things like that. So, uh, I, I had. My manager finally got her got her number, got her on the phone. She was amazing, you know. Just uh, you know, you're gonna be fine. It's not a big deal. Like I don't care. Just relax. We'll have fun. It's acting. Um, so that that was a big help. And then uh, throughout the day, um, you know, the, the the director was great with me. He was he was very. That being said, when I went in for that, I knew that thing cold. Like, yeah. Like there's, you didn't, it, you, didn't, you didn't need any little notes, little no. cheat, cheater notes, or anything like yeah, that. No, and I and I'm sure like um, the way I delivered it, people could well you no, change this, change that. But like I could have been knocked out conscious and like hey, hey steel horses, I knew it. Like yeah. there's no way I was gonna forget. So, so I think they appreciated that. And um, you know after after the first one or two, it just kind of became like a working because it's tape. You know, and uh, there's no, there really wasn't pressure like in WWE, pre- like live, live, li- yeah. live, go. What am I saying? I don't know. Go. And you're like, <laughs> and so there, it was more. Um, are you atten- Are you, you know, are you attentive to the detail? Did you prepare? Which I'd done. So once that was proven, then we just kind of just had fun with it, really. Uh, and uh, I think the whole scene, we we might have shot for about an hour and a half, and it was just a really good time. You know, really, it was. Um, it was surprising to me how quickly I just relaxed and was just having fun with it. So yeah, they they were great. The pe- the, the people of, that were part of Netflix and Glow, they were they were amazing with me. And yes, they asked questions about wrestling, and they really at that point, by the time I had gotten there, they had been shooting for about four months, I think. So they really had a, had an appreciation for how hard it is and how much. Uh, how much it hurts in there, you know, so yeah. So you mentioned this part where, you know, in WWE there's so much pressure and, you know, you're not always, like, they don't prepare you, like, a lot in in advance. So was there a particular moment that sticks out in your mind where you were like, holy moly, like, I don't know what I'm going to do and I'm about to go out, and then how did you feel at the outcome, like, afterwards, like, once you went through it? Uh, Yeah, there is. There's, um, 
I don't know if you'll re- I don't know if you'll remember the moment. It was a really long time ago now, but it was on Monday Night Raw. I think Miz had just become the WWE champion, and it was the next Monday that uh, that he was the champion, and or the first we opened the show, first time him being the WWE champion, and the show opens live with um, me walking out in a suit with the mic. They go, well, but Pyro, WWE, da, da, da. Michael Cole doesn't even talk. It's just, I think it might have interrupted him. He's, hey, we're there. And I just go walk, <clears throat> Pew, open a show, and it's about, that was five or six, but just a long time talking live. And Oh, talking? Yeah. And by yourself? By myself. Oh, no, that's a that's an eternity, especially for somebody like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better, you better give yourself credit for it. Yeah. Maybe at this type of thing, but in that setting? Oh, my God. So we're live now, aren't we? Yeah. Me and you go back as a tag team. Right? Okay, okay. <laughs> you take all the bumps. No, you <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, and I, I, rem- I might have had to th- throw to the screen, you know, to a package that they were rolling and things like that. And uh, there was also two pre-tapes that were that night that it was just me and Daniel Bryan at the time, who's the United States champion, and the Bella Twins or something like that. So, so the producer, whoever it was of the, of the pre-tape, it's about 10 minutes before we go on, and I had just gotten the script, and I'm going over the script, and I'm in a suit, and he goes, you need to change that suit. <laughs> we got to get this pre-tape done now. And I was like, what, are you kidding me? I gotta, this show goes on in 10 minutes? And he goes, I know, we got to do it now. And I get him new. I don't know. Do I tell this guy to just relax? Do I shoot? I don't right. know. So then I get like a double panic because I. Um, so then you just kind of just do what you, you go for. At that point, do what you're told. You know. So I'm, so I'm backstage with Daniel Bryan, the Bella Twins, and me. And it's it starting. It is like five minutes. Somebody can't remember. You know, there's takes that somebody can't remember their line, or that somebody drops the title. <laughs> the pyro's going off, and I'm like, I t- need to at least be able to switch gears in my yeah. mind to what's on the script, as opposed to what's happening in this pre-tape. And you'll be fine. And the guy's like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I have to get this done. And it goes. We go live, and I literally they end it. The thing was shot, the pre-tape, and I sprint to the gorilla position, grab a mic, and go walking out, and I and it worked out okay somehow. But yeah, of course, never Sounds forget that. But you know, yeah. the guy that's telling you everything will be fine isn't the guy no, that's, that's out there in front of the camera <laughs> right. and fall flat on their face if something exactly. goes wrong. Exactly. Yeah. So the, easy for that guy. To say. Right. On not only to but live to the world. Right. Like it's not like you can go back on and ha- well, it really wasn't his fault, you know, because there's this is like nobody cares sure. or sees that stuff. So yeah, uh, it's a hard. position position sometimes it's a dream job to be the talent but it's also you know it's like the place kicker you know like if you do a great job, yeah, you're supposed to do a good job. Exactly. <laughs> you you a pat on the back for doing yeah, your yeah, job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you, they ask you to kick a 70-yarder into the wind and you miss, you get that. You know, it's right. it's uh, it's one of those. So it's, um, but that's why I guess life slows down when you're not. Those pre-tapes on. you're talking about, yeah. I can't remember. Very many of them actually yeah. end up being pre-tapes. We did most of them live. Because yeah. it was always something going on, and we couldn't right. get it. So, the, sure. you know, it would be too late, and we'd have to do it live. And yep. it would end up way better when we did it live. So you tried to pre-tape it, yes. but yeah. Oh, yep. yes. And yeah. that's what happens, yeah, because there was always... It's not I feel like it goes back to, like, the nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just, in your own mind, you're like... 
please, could you just let this go on tape? It's yeah. good enough, because right at the time, the live kind of, no matter how long you've been doing it, there is like a little bit of a, uh, you know, yeah. I like to put this on tape. But you're right, it always goes better live. I don't e- know either that, or you got to, or you got to do the first take. Right. Because if you if you nail the first take and they go, oh, let's get another one just in case, it never works out. Right. It's all it, it's because the spot spot spontaneity's not there. Yeah. And like you're trying to recreate something, and right. So like you can't catch lightning in a bottle. You yeah. Know, or right. like, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. You ever feel like there's this balance between being terrified that you certainly don't want, but then being too relaxed that you don't want either. You right. need to be like kind of nervous because yeah, you need I, it to focus yes. you. Yeah. There, I, I like to have a sense of urgency. Sure, sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting to me because I was always trying to kill those and then I felt like, I, I especially during the pre-show, I yeah. couldn't really do it until it was on the air yeah. and that was, that was cool. So, hey, do you want to wrestle anymore? Uh, I would, I would, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> yes. I yeah? Would, yeah, of course, man. What a job. Um, you know, there's, I, in, in, you know, I'm I'm a WWE family, you know, yeah, yeah. all the way. But there's other places out there that are good places to work in wrestling besides WWE. Right? There, there you know are. That, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, I do. I, and and uh, all, I made a whole career. This guy right here, huge fan pro wrestling. Yeah, and and um, the style that you go through, and you talk about the life of a WWE superstar. These guys are just tough, yeah. tough dudes. So that's uh. That's incredible. At at thirty, yeah, I don't know. Going to Japan and all that stuff. I, I like I love what I'm doing right now. Man, yeah. I do. I really do. I, I was in a panic that I wasn't gonna find although you know, like you s- s- always wanna do something, like move to Hollywood, but then you're hoping that it's gonna fill that void and you yeah. don't know until you do it. Uh yeah. there's a reason why I asked you before about if the football was mm-hmm. your would, you know, when you were growing up, you dreamt to be a football yeah. player. I mean, was that was that what you were thinking, or did you have any one thing? In- uh, I was, uh, yes, for sure. Yeah, I would. I would. I loved. I loved playing football. I. I certainly would have welcomed a ten-year uh, yeah. uh, career in the NFL. I feel like it sometimes. Um, you know, I have to be careful with this because it's. I'm almost woken up to it, where it's like, well. Did you want to be an NFL superstar, a WWE superstar, a WWE commentator, or a Hollywood star? And I'm just like, who who is this life? You know, like yeah. to have to, to be able to pick from that stuff is just very, uh, I don't know. I, I, I it's just kind of gets it gets lost on me sometimes, like how how kind of just fortunate I've been and and, and well, yeah, into into the right places. But but yeah, no, I I I, I love wrestling. I don't know. I love what I'm doing now here too, so I, I think sure. that I'm going to hang out and do this for a well, while. Well, see, a lot. Of the reason why I, yeah. I brought that up is because there's a lot of people. Okay, when the football dream is over, they go into the big depression, and right, you know, and you know, I got into a ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I was just going to say, you, 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 we don't have to quit dreaming, man. Yeah, Once one I, dream is over, like that doesn't mean okay, it's yeah. time to call it quits. I mean, yeah. we can have as many dreams as we want and it's how how it's amazing how few people think that you know like when they just like yeah why yeah. not why not the element? i don't you think know? they pre- i don't think uh people prepare like coaches prepare athletes for after you get out of a profession um it's just kind of like they they have this theory that if you played high school football or any type of athletics you think you're an athlete for the next two or three years if you play in college you think you're an athlete for the next 10 years if you go pro 
from one year to 10 years, you think you're always an athlete in some way, shape, or form. So it's hard to kind of say, okay, well, I'm an athlete, and then now you're asking me to, you know, sit at a desk for nine to five. So that transition is very hard. I don't think, I don't know if there's a way to prepare athletes mm -hmm. or like that. So the, the transition that you went to is, yep. you know, ideal because you still get that adrenaline rush in some sort of way. Yeah, and, and I, um, you're right. And I think there should be more of an awareness that, the coach certainly the coach is making because he's not you yeah. know uh winning super bowls at however you know at 45 50 years old so you have to you have to make the transition um at some point and you're right it there you know uh, and i think i think people should like like you said just pay more attention to it. there's you're lost man you don't you, you right i mean you are literally you have had since and it's more of like an I kind of becomes an identity like you're yes. just you're just a football guy and yeah. you're cool with that or you're just a wrestler and it's just you're just happy uh, being a wrestler and uh, and when it's gone not only do you have to find out what's gonna make you some money but also you know not having that fill that hole yeah man. yeah so yeah no I I, I I think I completely agree with you I think that uh, I think athletes and coaches because they're oftentimes dealing with younger kids need to wake people up to the mm -hmm. fact that, you know, hey, man, uh, you might be throwing 10 touchdowns here, but I'm not saying that you're not going to be Joe Montana, but just consider the fact that it may not happen. Might not happen, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. I like how you put that. Like, consider the yeah. fact that, or, or consider the fact you might be wrong, or it, sure. consider, like, a lot of things that people don't consider, sure. man. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, because I'm like you, I'm not one to, somebody comes up to me and tells me that they're going to be president, I'm, you're damn right you are. And if you need my support, you just let me know. I'll hang bumper stickers with you, buddy. I don't yeah. give a damn. Like, if somebody, when I, I'm, I think I'm kind of crazy for thinking that I could ever become a WWE. I never thought I could go out there and had, had the guts really? to go out. Yeah, man. Like, when I saw it on TV, it was like this huge, and it is this huge, magical, like, production of these guys. I remember the first time I saw the guys backstage, I was like, oh my God, like, he's out on national TV and yeah. he's wearing just trunks. <laughs> I don't, I can't, I can't even do that. I can't even fathom that. Uh, and having the confidence to stand there on live television and be a part of that. Uh, I never doubted it. I always, I'm like, oh yeah, I can do that. It's because you're crazy. Oh yeah, I, you're crazy. I don't care if I don't have the physical tools or whatever. I can still do that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. So you gotta think like that when you're somebody you like do. me, though. You do. Uh, I was thinking way too much at the time. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I was still in my non-artistic brain. <laughs> yeah. um, so I've heard that you have a ridiculous amount of shoes, a shoe collection. I do. Yeah, I love, I love tennis shoes. I, um, I have uh, all the, I save all the Jordans, and I, I love. Thing is, I have um, I, <laughs> black shoes make my feet look very small compared to my. I remember I had a pair of um, black tennis shoes. I don't know why I noticed this, but I have a pair of black tennis shoes on. For the first time uh, with a girl that I was dating about eight years ago, and she's she came up to me. She was we were in the gym, and she comes up to me. and She goes, "Don't ever," <laughs> she goes, "Don't ever wear black tennis shoes again." Uh, and oh I was no, like, they're white. "Yeah," I was like, "Why?" She goes, "You just look like an ogre." Like, wow. you know, and I was like, "Oh my she god!" Do that to, yeah, I find like Chuck's like make certain people's feet really really long. Yeah. Now, do you have names for your shoes? I do not. No, I had not. Uh, get, but I, you know. So, do you, how many pairs of shoes do you have? Uh, I mean, I would maybe twenty-five. Oh, okay. oh that's yeah. not too bad. <laughs> yeah, I think that's awesome. 
I have, well, this was, right now they're kind of just under, uh, on the bottom floor of my closet. Back home I had a, uh, I had like a, a whole like closet where I would, you know, try to do the, and I didn't have a crib by any means, but I had to try, like if you open my closet, like, oh, there was all my jewelry, this and that. Uh, so yeah, just like I had them built out on the, everyone had their separate shelf and the box was like right next to it and so, you know. Okay. That, that whole thing. What's but, your favorite pair, and have you ever paid second market prices for a pair of Jordans? I have, n I have not paid second market prices. However, I notice on Melrose. Yeah, Melrose yeah. and yes. Fairfax, yep. Shoe Palace, yeah. and um, yeah. Supreme. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so you're going to be stopping in at some point. Yeah. It was cool to me. I was like, what's going on in there? Because it was, I think it was like 10, maybe 9 a.m. I yeah. was driving yeah. to the it's dog. Drop, yeah. 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 And there was a line of people, yeah, hundreds the of block. people. Yeah. And there, everybody, there's some energy there, and there's that. And I was like, I'm going to go be part of that. Yeah. If there's some <laughs> shoes there, I'm going to pick up some shoes too. And you know what, man? On Melrose, the best shopping for clothes anywhere in the world, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, that's the thing too. Um, I've been on the East Coast my whole life, and when the first time I drove Melrose Avenue, I was like, "This is this is cool." Yeah, like, this is so different. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and the the people is, again, the arts. It's like everybody is accepted. Every doesn't matter, mm -hmm. and I just love that. I think yeah. that's so cool that people can uh, can walk around and either dress how they want or you know, there's no weird. There's no um, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. It's Hey man, it's like good. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. don't don't Nobody bother cares. me. Yeah. I won't bother you. Yeah. Like let's go grab. It's the coolest. It's the coolest environment, you know. Because I was never, you know, I was kind of a weirdo a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I so for some reason, I if I had to guess, I would have said that you would have ended up in Venice Beach and not what, not Hollywood. I love the gym out there. You yeah. know, I, I love that uh, that that golds, that mecca golds. And, yeah. Uh, I love. I have a thing for as we were discussing earlier, weight weightlifting women and women that that uh, yeah, me aren't, too. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they're, not, they're not afraid to have a couple cheeseburgers exactly. and that stuff. And it, it, there's not there's not too many of them in West Hollywood, which is and Hollywood, which yeah, is yeah. You're a, in the wrong. You're in the wrong. Yeah. Town. So I, I was. That's funny because I'm. I think I'm gonna migrate that direction after my lease is up. Cause it's, it's expensive, a, but you know it's worth it. I, I yeah. think it is to be able to um, just get to that gym because the gym too was always for me. This is kind of social, you know. Yeah. You meet people and it was. Uh, yeah, I'm a Venice Beach guy. Now. Or you can go to the Valley where the porn stars are. That's uh, right down the road, actually. Yeah, is it, the same. <laughs> <laughs> that um, would I? Would you know if one if you like? Oh, would yeah. I know one if I saw one? Like, yes. I would know like that the, the way they carry themselves. I'm like, yeah. that's definitely yeah. a yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's well, kind of like it used to be really easy to tell a wrestler when you saw them, right? The things they wore or whatever. How cool was Zubas, that? Snakeskin yeah. boots. How cool was that? that was cool. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was, was all right. Yeah. I mean, we thought it was. We, you know, we hold on to the mullet for for a long, long time. <laughs> <to> <laughs> wrestlers even, even like the uh, in the gym, um, I'm not going to be able to remember it, but the, there's across the nation was the opening song, I believe, when I was watching in maybe years. It's like. It's like it's called yeah. all across the nation. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna murder it by doing it, but I still listen to that song because it was that edgy. Rock, it was a rock concert which you guys did. It was yeah. so cool. The the product and the the adrenaline rush. It was. Uh, and it used to actually be raw. Yeah. The show used to be raw. It's called raw still, right. but it's not really. Yeah, that raw, raw. Like anymore. you just anything happens, right? <laughs> yes. And it, yeah, uh, yeah, very very cool, very cool. So like, so what what do you have going on right now? 
Uh, right now, there is a little bit um, in in Hollywood. I'm learning that there are there's pilot seasons, yes. which mm -hmm. is uh, you guys know about this, right? So I'm still I'm learning. I, I'm yeah, you know. <laughs> I, uh, and again, probably know more than I do at this point. But I guess there's kind of uh, when Glow was filming, it's it's there's a lot of roles and there's a yep. lot of auditions, things like that. Uh, and then it kind of takes a break at this point, um, and then gears up for another one, maybe in a month or two, uh, is what I understand. So right now it's it, it is I'm I'm just kind of hanging out. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm 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 being I'm just hanging out, you know. Uh, Are you I, going to classes and stuff? Yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. for sure. I I'm a, always even with WWE. I would go back when I was on television uh, with. My, with Miz, yeah, and and do Dusty's class because I'm just a big believer in um, it's not like people say the word talent and I don't quite I I don't really like that word because I think it's it's really it's like anything else it's I mean you have to have a certain you know uh, a tiny bit of talent to read and adapt and and understand what you're doing on a storytelling level but. It's reps, man. Like yeah, it's, it's reps. Out. It's, yeah, yeah. it's reps yeah. and reps and reps, and you need the mic in your hand, and you need to put yourself in positions where you're a little bit uncomfortable. Yes, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I said this recently, but like nothing great happens in your comfort zone. Not right. Yeah, and if you're not, you can't recreate, um, certainly an audition or a Netflix set or a WWE pre-tape you just can't recreate it and the best way to do it is to go up in front of a class and hey talk about an apple man what uh, uh. oh god yeah and that's yeah. something that's something that like they'll do sure something just like that yeah just they'll just keep you uncomfortable and what happens yeah. is like just like wwe when you when you get on the road it's like the first night you're like, oh and then you just you do it five days a week and a month later you're like uh, yeah. you're, and you're and you're in your you're in your thing and you become very very um you know, you just get better at it. Uh, so, so I'm I'm a big believer in that. So I try to stay as close to it as I can uh, in the time where I'm not actually. Do acting. you have any pilots that you're uh, that you're eyeing right now? I, I I don't. My that would be a better question for uh, for the guy that's right. helping my man, the guy that's helping me get jobs. But they are um, there are selective because of because of my you know what I'm dealing Ten with. Because <laughs> your stature, you're such a yeah. large man in stature. And I told him too, I was like, I can drop like 20 pounds, 30 pounds here in about yeah. two weeks, yeah. and I'd love to drop it if you want me to drop it. Are you it. one of those guys that um, you're always two weeks out? It's Well, not even not even like on a leanness, but it will right. fall off. Because I, yeah. I was 150 pounds like, growing up, I'm a bone fit, and that just kind of would drive me crazy too. People look at me in WWE were like, oh yeah, you're so lucky. And I'm like, brother, I have been eating stuffing my <laughs> face for 15 years yeah. throwing up i'm so full and sick it's uh, so frustrating uh, too right when you're that guy that can't put that size I on i mean now you're so frustrating hey but come on now <laughs> but right yeah yeah right it is. that's all right venice is much and i that's for west hollywood those people you know? <laughs> um well, yeah, I mean, now I think my metabolism has slowed down a little bit, but if I want 20 pounds could be off me if all I would have to do is eat three normally three times a day to fall yeah. off, yeah. So. Well, you do have Glassjaw coming out in 2017. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's uh, I have that coming out uh, later. It's a uh, it's really kind of a new age uh, Rocky Balboa uh, oh, thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's very cool. It's, nice. uh, it's, it, it's a feature film, and... Um, uh, uh, Karina uh, Carico is is one of the uh, producers. Uh, Lee Cullify is the star. 
um, and uh, a guy by the name of Michael Testa, who was very who cast me in it from seeing the stuff that I had done as a broadcaster, which is nice. funny. Yeah, that's good. You know, good. Nice. It comes full circle because uh, there were times where, like we discussed, I wanted to be in the ring, and then you know, moving forward, he was really impressed with the stuff that I had put on tape. So I do play um, kind of a, a fight reporter and get to do some of the stuff I did in WWE. They they let me. Um, they gave me free reign to be as entertaining as I wanted to, so that was that was cool. And and being on again, like being being like I said, being on a set, uh, you always kind of learn something. Especially me, I'm still so new to it. Um, and the camera at times, <laughs> literally, I remember like, like right here. Yeah. And everybody, th there can be a blessing in total chaos and people not really noticing you messing up a little bit. And then, you know, there can also be um, when it's very controlled, a whole nother maybe not so good because it was dead quiet and it's just me and there's <laughs> cameras and it's this and it's just a whole nother feel yeah. for the for the for the comfort thing so yeah it's i can't wait for that to come out actually it's going to be a a great film and uh you know just people don't understand how hard like the how like making movies and tv shows is hard work long days and, and and it's still to me man it seems so like such an inefficient way of doing things when mm -hmm. you're used to working for WWE. Right. It is. Uh, it, it's. It's different in the way that WWE. They almost create the 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 actual environment, yes. and they shoot it very far away once, twice. They get all the camera angles at once if they right. possibly can. Wham. Yes. Done. Because their shoot the environment has been created by the renting of the stadium of the pyrotechnics yep. which is all taken care of in 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 this in hollywood it's you show up and it's not what you they're like you're in an office right now no i'm yep. not i'm in a there's a chair here you know like and, and they, yeah and it's amazing they they almost build the scene around you visually by the editing room yep. uh which takes the take after take after take in different angle and different angle so um the challenge is that every uh, every t every take needs to be. You need to believe it. And at ten, at, at ten uh, hour ten, it's grueling. Yeah, man. It's f it's, it's yeah. the amount of focus is unbelievable. So, yeah. Man, I I guess we could sit and do this. Yeah, forever, no, I was gonna man. say we've been on tape uh, yeah. for a while. I don't even know if I've been saying anything really, good or better. No, <laughs> no, you said lots of good stuff. Thank no, you. I, thank you so much, man. No. I'm so happy you came and and to come in studio. That's I really appreciate. It you giving us your time today man and and hey like i just want to make sure that we get everything you want to get out there like before we before we get off yeah did off. i talk about my tinder then yes. yeah. <laughs> do you want to give them your tinder profile give me like two months and maybe i'll come back and you just 30 seconds i'll right. give out and i get i get the hell out of here um okay. No man, I'm, I'm I'm very happy. Thank you. Uh, I ha I do have to say this. There was a there was a moment in WWE when uh, I was backstage, and I don't know if I was in the best mood. And uh, you know, as as WWE can be very hard schedule wise and all that stuff as we, as we as we have discussed. And you you know, man, every time I saw you, you would just for whatever reason. I, I don't know why. I don't know if you're a really good guy, guy or not. Why you're doing it, but with me. You you pulled me aside and you said you just, just came to me and you said, "Don't worry," and I didn't even say anything to you. And you go, "Don't worry, just you can be all right." And I was like, 
you know, and you go, they got something for you. You're, you're good. They did. Yeah, they did. But for you to just see me in the corner, know what was kind of going on in Absolutely. my head. Absolutely. And uh, man, I, again, I'm a little bit of a, I get the chills talking about that <laughs> stuff because it's just cool to me. It's, uh, it can't be recreated. For you to do that, and uh, I felt so much, be- I felt so much better after you said that to me. Wow, man. And very, very few times have people really. I don't, you know. But the but when we're know. in the middle of all that, man, it's real easy to just get caught up in ourselves and not yeah. really understand what somebody else is going through, man. Yeah, and and a lot of people probably had said that to me over the months or two that was yeah. that. But you, you, for some reason, the way you said it made me feel a hell of a lot better. So thanks, man. I will always be here if you need me. And, Thank you. And moving forward, uh, so yeah, I, I am. Uh, I, I am in, in your debt for sure. I, no, I really do appreciate on, it. Uh, no, nothing like that. I appreciate you saying that. Anyways. Instagram? Hey, yeah. Give all your... Give all your um, Ky- Kylie yeah, Jr. WWE and Twitter is Kylie Jr. WWE. So, yeah. Nice. So, get out there and follow me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't... Or go to my Tinder. Yeah. And if you, have, <laughs> if you haven't seen Glow on yes, Netflix, yeah. what the hell? Like, I mean, so come amazing. on. This show... Um, it's it has crushed uh, it, it Hollywood and um, you know they they I didn't even really know like again they didn't they didn't cue clue me in or I don't think a lot of the actresses or actors in on it and it has smashed uh, Holly it's gotten uh, pressed by uh, the Hollywood Reporter a plus yeah, plus, plus 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah please if you haven't if you haven't seen it. Uh, turn on episode five, uh, number uh, minute yeah, fifty, right and then. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but no, billboard yeah. on sunset, like that's yeah. huge. It's they don't, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. a really great. Well, it, do you think that with the success of Glow, that this opens the door to, towards more TV shows based around wrestling? Uh, there is, I believe, um, already a pilot in the works. Yep. Uh, heels at the hills. Uh, the hills or the hills? I think it's heel at the heels. heels right. Yeah, at no on uh, <laughs> stars. Yeah, stars. Um, so yeah, I think uh, and and that's awesome because I think a lot of our guys are getting some. Yeah, some man. Work. Yeah. And then any books yeah. in your future since you've had such a long career? Any like uh, writing, like, writing, like books? writing a book? You know, that's that's um, yeah, I th- that's cool that you would yeah say that. I I I certainly think I have a hell of a story to tell. Yeah, I don't you know, do. um, you know. It's a for a select audience right now, and 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 certainly people that are that are very into wrestling. Um, but the wrestling world is a it's a hell of a world, man. And yeah, the backstage is I think if more people would would pick up those stories, it's some great stuff. Well, yeah, you know, you know, JTG's advice is have a have a, a crazy partner that you can tell a bunch of stories about. Right. You were with the Miz, so there. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. And it, and he he was crazy even when he wasn't backstage, which got very frustrating at times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and okay, right before we leave, I yeah. just want to say, you know, um, a lot of people when they leave WWE, yeah. they're pointing fingers at others, they're, you know, blaming other people. And, man, I have not seen you do that about anything. Yeah, no. And I just want to take my hat off to you for that because so many people, they're always, you know, yeah. I got effed, you know, this and that. <laughs> and, and, man, it's just, it's, it's refreshing. And and you know what, man? I know that there's things that sure. that were, that yeah. you had going against you big time. Yeah. I'll say this. The only reason I haven't is because it's not over yet. Right. And maybe I need to go back exactly. in a couple, you know. Yeah. Uh, I really, um, I couldn't. Vince McMahon, uh, Triple H, they were, to me, 
and that's all I can say is they were straight. They were straight shooters, and I always loved when somebody would say, we're just not going to do it right now, and sorry whether then just to, you know, bullshit or whatever, but... Um, yeah. And they never did. And I and I and I I, th I heard and I kind of got the feeling that Vince was always a pretty big supporter of mine. So hey, what a compliment to have. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. So and I hope I'm making them very proud right now. <laughs> I think you are. You definitely represent professional wrestling yeah, in a yeah. very positive light. And yeah. Thank you so much. Thank man. you. Thank you guys. Thank you very much. Kevin Kylie Jr. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I really don't think there's much to have to come back for so i think we can just pretty much go off the air what did you... i take all of your time no no, no. <laughs> yeah so uh go ahead and, and hit us with the social media stuff tk uh, make sure you can hit sean we're gonna open up the dms for you guys on ig uh the real xbox on twitter um follow us on after buzz tv five comments uh or five stars for uh itunes and we definitely read all your comments on youtube so Put that. Rocky, spit, oh. spit, spit out your, uh, Yeah, on Twitter, A-Z-U-C-A-R-O-C. -R and uh, don't forget to check out RockyRomeroMerch.com, my new merch site. That's what, about your, what about your yeah. band camp, man? Your band camp. Oh, yeah. Put, uh, yeah you can find all my, my music on uh, iTunes, uh, Amazon, uh, Spotify. It's Rocky you're Romero. An, you're an artist? Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, check that so, out. That's yeah, awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. And I believe there's a share button on the DM thing with Instagram. And correct me if I'm wrong. That any of you get oh, to share you're talking about way. Instagram. Yeah. My old ass is talking about Twitter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, everyone. Follow me on Twitter at Jimbo in the booth. You guys can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. You don't have to follow me. We gotta get out of here. No, no. Send out motel, everybody. And you guys can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. We are in the middle of my birth season. I am doing donations for the Boys and Girls Club. You can see that all in the little. Hey, Bill. Why send down motel? Nope. Anyway, hey, we'll see y'all here right right here next week on X Pac One Two Three Sixty. Easy for me to say. Sean Waltman, producers Jimbo Frank and TK Trinidad, managing producer of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling Mark Donica, and the entire X-Pac 12360 staff. We would like to thank you for tuning in. Like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube. Follow X-Pac on Twitter at TheRealXPac and email us at xpac12360show at gmail.com. This has been a presentation of the AfterBuzz TV Network. Buzz you later!